Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. I'm known as the Mental MacGyver. I provide luxury level, high performance support and coaching to executives, founders, celebrities, and athletes. With me today, I have Deborah Caicedo. She's the VP of Sponsorship Sales and Development at Experience Epic, an events production agency. I have Dr. Bob Choate. He has eight years military experience, has worked with the LAPD, was a stage hypnotist, and is now an executive performance coach and going back to school for yet another PhD, this time in physics. And I have Kevin Wash. He's a coach, mentor, author, trainer, speaker, running a consultancy business specializing in sales for international property development. He is based in Spain, but coming to us from Cairo today. The question I have, how do you decide how much of who you are personally you share in your business? Dr. Bob, kick us off. Yeah, I, I started thinking about this question uh, since you posed, and it got me thinking that I look at what is the purpose of even talking about ourselves? Mm. Because I, I, I think that's uh, really, really important to uh, start because if, if it's, uh, to help in terms of our business, especially when it's in a professional in environment and also look at the context. So purpose and context, mm. for, for example, if I'm in a board meeting or something like that, I'm not going to be talking about myself personally, un unless it has to do it with the context of the presentation. When I was uh, both in the Marines and also as a police officer with the LAPD, we would talk about ourselves personally a lot. But when I was running my businesses, that was a whole different environment. Mm, interesting. Kevin, what are your thoughts? If I was to give a short answer, my short answer would be not much. Really? Meaning I don't share very much. I limit what I share because for me, it's I'm there on a professional basis. And the professional me is a very different person to the personal private me. Mm. So... What I tend to share is, uh, and there's a reason for this, I share that I'm, I'm married to a beautiful lady from Venezuela and we have three fur babies. Mm. And the reason that I tell them about two dogs and my cat is firstly because I absolutely love and adore them. And the second thing is, it's a genuine passion of mine. And I find that if I'm working amongst any other animal lovers, I have an immediate connection with them. That makes sense. Deborah, I do for better or worse uh, bring a great deal of myself into uh, my work because it has to do with passion it has to do uh, with the value that you're bringing to a potential client or a person or an experience or an event it's a very difficult job to do without that passion and if you don't have that personally I'm not saying that you can't do it but when you do have it, it's a lot easier. It's a lot uh, more effective. It uh, is something that I bring to as many aspects of my life as I can. And the fact that I really do care about the results, I care about, you know, the people that I love and that I work with. And that is reflected in, I hope, the job that I do. When I started thinking about this question, I realized two things. One, I share a lot of stories about my past. And part of that is because there's a lot of chaos in my past. And I feel like my clients and people who may be potential clients resonate with the fact that I've been resilient and I've been through a lot of things, but my personal life now and any challenges I might be having now, I don't share those because that feels like I'm unburdening myself on them, which is not my client's responsibility. So 
while I at first thought, oh yeah, I share a lot of my personal life. It's not anything about what's going on now in my life. I would never talk about that. It's all about my past and what I've come through. And I share it because I feel like here's a story that says I can relate to you and, and how I handled it or how, you know, you might think about it. Yeah, I, I, I agree there. I think yeah. what's happening in, in my current personal life, I wouldn't share outside if there's stories that can relate to a subject that I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. For example, let's say I'm out and I have something that happens that becomes a, a story. So it's an outside story. Mm -hmm. And then I, I can bring it back and then help with my clients and also bring up my past quite a bit. Uh, like when I was at 17 year old Jarhead going in, in, into the Marines in 1968 in, in mm -hmm. a high of Vietnam and all that kind of stuff. My five years with the LAPD, all, all these kind of stories. I, I can extract stories out of there, like what you do. Mm -hmm. Outside of that, I, I, I think I, I really wouldn't do it. Now, I do concur with Deborah. I think we have to have passion. I, mm -hmm. I think that's very important. So if she, her stories or her personal life, and it's connected to her work and bringing out that passion. And I think each one of us we utilize our passion in terms of what we do and people will actually pick that up. So yeah, exactly. And I think that your past experiences or all of our past brought us to where we are right now. And that can be something that can be shared for the betterment or the educational or just the a feel good to a client or a fellow coworker. Mm -hmm. I think to pick up on uh, passion, I mean, passion is one of my favorite words. And it's one of the best things that anybody can bring into any environment, whether it's personal, professional, sports, business, music, whatever. I have a massive passion for what I do. But so that doesn't limit me or inhibit me in any way, shape or form. But it's not me in private. My private passions are very different. I'm the guy that sits back and listens. Professionally, I'm the guy that has to stand up and project himself. So I'm there to do a job to satisfy my clients' needs and demands. And maybe because I'm not an employee, I'm always going in as the outsider. That's mm -hmm. why for me, it's a secondary, who I am is secondary. If I can use experiences of my life that I think will fit that situation, what I tend to do, it's a bit like you're saying, Bob, but I do it slightly differently. I tend to talk about stories that have happened with me I don't make the story about me. I create another mm -hmm. character. I'm sharing a third party story. So it's a point of reference about a certain situation. So it's not just about me. I want the people that I'm engaging with to hear different sides of it. Mm. When I first started doing this work, I was very much the buttoned up executive coach. Like you're the client. I'm the person coming in to help you. And my personal stuff is my personal stuff. And it felt very cold and transactional and I didn't get really good results. And what I've found is as I've become warmer and more open to sharing, like this is the human being, the flawed human being that I am, people have become much more willing to share their stories with me, be open and honest with me and allow me to help them. But so for me, if I don't show who I am, it's really bad for my business. But there still has to be that professional line of, I don't dump my stuff on them. That's not what I mean. Yeah. I was going to say, just on that line there, Robin, it's great. You're saying you're sharing, sharing is caring. I kind of flip it the other way. And I think for me, caring is sharing. And I want my clients to share their experiences with me mm -hmm. so I can work out how I can help them. Because I think they, they're more important than I am. And that's more important than me sharing who I am, really, because I'm there to do a job. And if I do the job, the results 
I've proven and I get paid and I get invited back again. And I'm a very warm person with people mm -hmm. and people are very appreciative of my friendliness. They don't really know anything about me. And I'm very comfortable with that. Yeah, it's interesting how we all approach this a little bit differently. And I wonder if there's some kind of gender thing there, because it sounds like, Deborah, you and I are more likely to share who we are personally, and Bob and Kevin are more likely, they'll share stories, but they keep who they are personally a little closer to the vest. I, I'm definitely noticing that. I think from what you just said, Dr. Robin, that when you do that, when you do that type of sharing, you definitely uh, allow people to be more vulnerable and honest if they have an inclination to be that way uh, mm -hmm. with you and maybe feel that they can uh, let their guard down a bit and, and allow you to help them or be of service to them. I just think that in my case, with my particular profession, when people can see and believe the excitement that I have, I genuinely have about working with them and their plans, this is a, a huge part of their lives a huge significant event in their lives, I, I always feel like I can feel the energy coming and they're like, yeah, you get it. You understand. Right. You know, I just, there's, there's sometimes also you can share, you can share information in the wrong way. You can share it badly. If I give you an example, I can remember vividly once sitting in a training room and the facilitator said something along the lines of, I'm sure this person thought what they were saying was really useful and helpful. And they said something along the lines of, I used to be like you, but now I'm okay. And I think oh. they were trying to engage the group and say, yeah. we can get through this, guys. Together, we can all become wonderful. But it just sounded so You're awful. broken. I can help you. Yeah. Wow. How terrible. Well, that is our 10 minutes. So I'm going to cut us off there. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me. I appreciate you sharing some of your personal stories with me. And I look forward to speaking to you each again really soon.